It's the start of 2024 and the start of Rich Inside. This is a personal development podcast that focuses on what it truly means to be rich, not only in the external world where you have success and achievement, but most importantly, in the inner world where you have fulfillment and happiness. The goal of this podcast is to bridge the gap between the two, to be able to have a life where you're rich in every way, not only externally, and not only internally, but both. I'm your host, Aji. And actually, my real name is Fuad. But everyone, all my friends call me Aji, so that's why. And every week on Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern, we're going to have engaging conversations that awaken that richness inside of us with fascinating individuals that have achieved richness in both ways both internally and externally. This premiere of the podcast is going to be an intimate episode between me and you. A heartfelt conversation where we discuss the what, the why, and the how of Rich Inside. So first, let's start with part one. So what is Rich Inside? Uh, What's the purpose? What's the objective this year? And what are we doing? The aim is to have awakening conversations every single week with new, interesting, fascinating guests that have achieved the perfect sweet spot or harmony between um, external richness and internal richness with more of a focus on the internal, of course. This year, the objective is to craft 52, a minimum of 52 episodes. So that means an episode a week, every week. Um, Now, does that mean I'm just going to do 52? No, because I'm going to be testing and experimenting with different styles. So I might do even more. So don't be surprised if you see... 70, 80, 90, 100 episodes. If you're someone who seeks external achievement, but that doesn't want to sacrifice living a poor internal life and that wants to have the best of both worlds, both in terms of external achievement, meaningful success, and internal uh, fulfillment in terms of inner peace, happiness, and joy, then this podcast is for you. Let's jump into part two. Rich Inside is really meaningful to me because it's kind of the summary of my journey. Um, When I was younger, I got bullied and made fun of for my appearance, and that created a lot of trauma. And from there, it was just suffering, like deep self-hate, deep self-loathing, deep self, like anything you could attach to self that's negative, I had it. It developed deep suffering inside me, and I asked myself the question, how the fuck, how do I stop this suffering? I couldn't live this way anymore, and I knew something needed to change from inside. And so I went on this journey of personal development where I tried everything to try to figure out the answers on how to stop the suffering and just find peace. And I became obsessed with this question and I started trying everything. I started trying going to the gym, reading books, achieving success, status, money, everything that I could to try to find the answer to this question. And I would never come to a definitive conclusion. It would always be like, okay, I've done this, felt temporary joy or fulfillment, then comes back. It's not the solution. Until one day where um, I was in the UK, and (laughs) you can see my face when I talk about this, it lights up. It was exam week, the most stressful week of the year. And I left everything till the end. Because for me, uni was a side thing. And my main focus was mentally great, which if you don't know, was my personal development uh, influencer name 
where I used to make content and stuff. And so I woke up one day and I was just pissed and I was fed up and I was like, fuck this. I don't want to study anymore. I've been doing it for the past two months nonstop. And it was the end of the three months or two, three months. I don't know how much it was. And um, we had to give everything back. And uh, I woke up just pissed. I woke up no energy, pissed. And I was like, fuck this shit. But I said to myself, but I don't know how, but I pulled myself to get up, leave my phone at the house, which was the ritual because uh, I used my laziness to my advantage <laughs> and walked up the hill uh, to go to the library. So I walked up and just before I entered the library, I, um, I saw a garden. So a garden with a tree. And I was like, okay, the thought came to my mind. Let's just go in there. Uh, let's just go sit there and meditate and relax for a bit just to get my mind right. Because it was like, whoo, it was <laughs> so much overthinking, so much negativity. It was just, uh, it wasn't the right um, state of mind to, to study or to get anything productive done. So I, I sat down, which I thought from the start was going to be a few minutes under the tree in the meditation pose. And um, I just meditated. And I had been meditating for a while before, for the past four to five years. And I just said, okay, let, let me try it out and see if it helps. And I was meditating. And slowly but surely, the voice got uh, quieter and quieter. And peace started to grow more and more. And um, the meditation went on, I don't know for how long, but... I get to a point where my heart just opens. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like your heart space opens and my mind was still. There was, it was quiet. There was no thoughts. My mind, my heart opened and it was just pure, pure peace. Like <laughs> a feeling I cannot describe um, of pure joy, pure love, pure peace. At that moment, where I felt connected to everything, that's when I knew that that was it. That was the solution to the initial question of how do you stop the suffering? This was it. I felt like I was <laughs> floating. Um, and I didn't take any drugs, by the way. This is, I've never taken any, any drugs. This was naturally from just pure meditation and, and just pure, purely being in the present moment. And when I opened my eyes, I swear to God, I couldn't control my smile. It was just pure joy. And I looked at everything in awe. Um, I looked at strangers with pure love. I looked at nature. So you can imagine that I was in a garden with beautiful uh, green, greenery, beautiful flowers of every color you could imagine in awe like I was connected to everything. And I look in front of me and there was, there was this tree and an orange bird just sitting there looking at me, like in awe, like looking at me like this. And I looked at him in awe too because uh, I just felt connected to everything. Like it's, you feel like you're one with all. So I, I look at that bird and he jumps right in front of me and you can imagine me in the meditation pose like with the <laughs> the legs crossed and the back to the to the tree and the hands and the posture 
And he just jumps on my knee and just sits there. And at that moment, I was like, this is the most magical moment of my life. Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry I'm cursing. It's just, that's how I feel. Um, and at that moment, I was just like, okay, this is it. This is the, the most beautiful feeling of ecstasy I've ever felt in my life. And what's the craziest part about this is that along my spiritual journey, when I got bullied, I developed deep trauma and suffering. And inside it was really, really fucking hurting. It was like suffocating. It was like a dark weight was inside of me all day, every day. And I used to put on this frown as a coping mechanism to avoid being hurt again by strangers and other people. And at that moment during that meditation, I couldn't control my smile. It was like, it was like the this, this spirit in me or the soul was just so relieved from so many years of pretending, so many years of suffering, so many years of <laughs> being um, attached to... to to what's not real. The craziest part of this was at that moment, the bird came up, uh, sat on my knee and the rest of the day was just magic. It was just, my heart opened. I felt so much energy. This is insane. If you contrast the before, after, when I woke up, I had literally, I barely slept, zero energy, pissed. After, I was heart open, full of energy. Like, like I slept the best eight hours of my life. And it was so beautiful, such a beautiful feeling. And the craziest part, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, sorry, I was just uh, reading a book from Ramdas, which was a spiritual teacher I deeply, deeply started to love in recent time. Um, I loved everything about him. I love his story, and I loved uh, his uh, also his spiritual awakening, going from being this guy that for the first 50 years, first half of his life was chasing being somebody, being someone. And the next 50 years was chasing being no one, which is the journey we were all going into. Because you start your life thinking you could add to yourself. And you start going outside and you start trying to achieve and trying to become of a, a greater status and achieve more wealth. And... At the middle of your life, you realize that this is not the only way and that there is a deeper, much deeper meaning and more fulfilling way to live where you let go of your ego and you embrace what's already there. And it's already there. Everything you, everything you want is already there. That's the craziest, that's the awakening I had also under that tree was that everything I ever wanted to feel loved, to feel appreciated, to feel worthy, I already was. This wasn't something that you build. It's something you already are. It's just sometimes you put uh, <laughs> uh, blocks, uh, blockages in front of it so you can't really feel it because you've put so many uh, layers of ego and that blocks you from feeling the, the feeling that's always within you. And that's the most beautiful thing is that 
you live your life, the first half of your life, believing you could add to yourself. And then the next half of your life, you're spending unlearning being someone. The craziest part, to come back to Ramdas, I was reading his book, Be Here Now. And I loved his book. I loved his story, as I said before. And I just put on, I said, okay, let me put on his wallpaper. I want, I want him to be on my wallpaper. So it's a constant reminder to be here now, to live in that richness within. So I just found a random wallpaper, just put it on my phone. And I was like, okay, uh, this is my wallpaper from now on. And um, after two weeks of having the wallpaper, I look at it and I have the craziest aha moment in my life. Check the wallpaper. Wait, I don't know if you can see this. Does it, does it, okay. Can you see it? Okay. And look at the, his right knee. This is the exact same orange bird that jumped on my knee during that first awakening. And this was not done on purpose. This, um, this uh, wallpaper, I just saw a res random picture of Ramdas and I said, okay, let me just put it as a wallpaper. It wasn't thought of. I didn't even notice the bird. It was just, I saw Ramdas in the <laughs> awakening state and I was like, okay, let me put it as a wallpaper. And after two weeks, I don't know what comes to mind. I look at it and I'm like, holy fucking shit. This is the same bird <laughs> that was on my knee during my first awakening, my first Satori. And that was one of the biggest aha moments in my life. And um, at the start of my spiritual journey, I read a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And it was at a time where me and my best friend were both suffering very deeply. And his grandma offers him the book uh, before she pass passes away. And we start reading the book together and we both feel the spiritual transformation together. Until this day, we're still on the same journey. That feeling of divine inside that you get from awakening, from um, being fully present, letting go of ego and being the awareness, it's the most beautiful feeling you're, you'll ever feel in your entire life. There's nothing that will come close, no drug, no pleasure, nothing that will ever come close to that feeling you get once you awaken from the ego. And that's the purpose of this podcast. It's for me and you to go on this journey to touch more of that place where life feels like, <laughs> life feels like a miracle every moment. That's the objective or the journey. Let's not say objective. Now, along this path, there's been a lot of synchronicities and crazy, crazy moments. And what I've realized is I'm a doer. I like doing, right? And before I was the doer that was chasing success, but with a relentless uh, and, and drive that wasn't healthy. It was very... Ego, ego, ego. And yes, I did achieve some success, but that took a lot of strain and effort that wasn't really fulfilling. The journey wasn't fulfilling when I used to do it before. But when I learned how to flow, when I learned how to let go, 
and to to be fully present that's when everything changed and funny enough ironically when you let go of being someone you start attracting everything you want faster and this is a fact and i i can uh i can give you proof with my journey with mentally great where i was full in flow i was like going downstream with the river and it was so effortless so enjoyable so fulfilling and you can achieve more success with that richness inside when you're spiritually connected when you're aligned when you're fully present this is the doorway to miracles to alignment to synchronicities and to to just those moments where you're like what like this is like you're in awe at life and um this is actually how this podcast started it's all uh, <laughs> it was all uh, a bunch of synchronicities that were uh, happening together and it started exactly a year ago let me explain this is actually poetry part 3 so i was doing mentally great at the time which was like this the personal development content and it grew really fast and it worked very well and a lot of people benefited from it and the community was pretty significant it grew to 2.3 million uh 2.4 million and it just was doing really well but deep down i wasn't enjoying it anymore I just felt like something was off like I was going against the stream and um it took a lot of self reflection but it it came to a point where I was like no I don't like acting I don't like scripting this is not what I want to do anymore and this was a hard decision to make because it took a lot of honest reflection and uh all the success was achieved uh, success and um and it's just not what i liked or enjoyed doing anymore so at that point i became very very confused like what do i do next you know because i'm a person that um has a temperament that's driven towards action they talk about it in the gita it's um uh, everyone has his own temperament some people are more uh, karma yoga which is like me driven to action some people are more bhakti yoga driven uh, not driven devotion so uh, they can be more uh, still and just contemplating the divine and some others are more raja yoga sacrifice was it sacrifice i forgot what the third one was but everyone has their own temperament i'm the temperament that likes to do so to serve So then I was so confused what do I do next you know and um I started trying to do more self awareness exercises to research I did the ikigai which is like uh, you figure out what are what does the world need what am I good at what can I get paid for and um something else like there are four uh, squares that intertwine and I did it and I figured out look what I really love is free speech uh what i'm good at is communication influence and self development when i say communication is self expression free self expression where i can just be myself so authentic self expression influence in terms of positively impacting uh, people towards a uh, a better life a better path a better a more fulfilling life 
that I realized I was naturally good at. And the third one was self-development. I just loved, loved learning about how to grow, how to improve, and how to evolve as a human being. And the, the intersection between the three was obvious. Start a podcast about just that, you know? And okay, I was like, okay, I need to start a podcast. I need to do this. But I was still confused. Like, how, how do you start a podcast like that? And so I read a book. I was watching a YouTube video by Oprah. Um, her show, The Soul, or something along these lines. And she was hosting a speaker called Gabby Bernstein. And she talked about the power of surrender. And mind you, before I was the guy that, uh, before Mentally Great, I was the guy that never knew the concept of surrender. Uh, I thought you forced your way to success or to achievement or whatever. So I, re I said, okay, I watched her talk, took notes. I was like, wow, this is powerful. Does she have a book or something? So I read her book and I practiced the things in her book, meditation, prayer, the power of surrender. And that led to some of the <laughs> biggest synchronicities and the most powerful moments in my life. I was in a meditation and um, I see a vision of an angel that just does this motion, a motion of calm down, relax, everything you want is going to work out perfectly. At that moment, I felt, felt such a relief. So I get a call from a friend and he says, uh, I would love to host you on my podcast. And he was a very dear friend to me. And I said, my pleasure, I would love to. And so I went on his podcast, did it. And it was one of the most transformative, revealing experiences of my life. I, I felt like, holy shit, this is what I want to do. This is the thing that opens my heart. I felt so much energy after it. And he took actually a Polaroid of us together. And he said, right behind it, your goal for uh, 2023. And I said to start a podcast. After that, the craziest chain of events happened. I get a call from a friend and he tells me, <laughs> this is crazy. Looking back at it, it's, it's so funny. Um, he tells me, come to Switzerland for vacation. He's my best friend, the one we went on this spiritual journey together. And um, I go to Switzerland and um, I meet his cousin. And his cousin is an Olympic snowboarder and he saw my journey with Mentally Great. And he told me, look, um, I'm not growing. At that point, we became very good friends. And I said, okay, uh, let me show you how to do it. And so we sat down and started brainstorming ideas for a video, started scripting it, writing it, editing. We did the video and the video got 5 million views. At that moment, uh, it was an awakening moment uh, for all of us. And he was like, okay, uh, let's work together. Now, mind you, when I did that podcast with Jets and I felt that feeling and we took that picture and I said, I'm going to make, start a podcast. I asked Jets, what's the budget to start uh, a studio like you have? He had a beautiful studio with everything you could imagine to create a perfect podcast. He had the two chairs. He had the background that was like so aesthetic He had the three cameras that were like top, top, top tier uh, cameras. He had someone controlling to switch between the two people talking. It was just like an amazing setup. And I was like, how much does it cost? And he was like um, eight to 10K, eight to 12K, 10 on average. So I said, okay, 
I didn't have 10K at the time, but I was like, let's put the intention out there, you know? And so when we released that video, it gets 5 million views and it just goes crazy. And the Olympics repost the video also. Uh, my friend's like, okay, let's, do, let's work together. Let's do something. The first contract was 10K. You can imagine the crazy, crazy serendipities and coincidences and synchronicities that led to that event. And, and looking back at it now, I'm still in awe. Like, how did this happen? Then also, the, it's another crazy chain, chain of events. We start working together and his Instagram grows from 60K to 100K and from 100K to 173K. And a lot of other people that know him want to also start working with us. So accidentally, by coincidence, we start an agency. I did it weird like this. <laughs> we start an agency and it's called MG Media. MG meaning mentally great, MG Media. So we started, we start working with super cool people. Pat, Olympic snowboarder, Saracho, Olympic sprinter, Etienne, expedition filmmaker, who's done some of the craziest <laughs> challenges I've ever seen. And Amir, who's a strength and conditioning coach, uh, a very dear friend too. And um, it was such a fulfilling journey working alongside um, Carl, who became a really, really good friend and growing together on this journey. And Miled and Eliano and everyone in the team who were a big part of this. And it got to a point with the agency where I was at the office one day alone. And I just sat down and I was like, okay, let's set some goals for this agency. Because at the time, it was just an accident. It just happened. I just flowed with it. We had a couple of clients and it just, you know, it wasn't something like legit where we had... Uh, big goals and we were aiming for stuff. It was just like we were flowing with what was happening. So when I sat down, I wrote the big goals I had, make a million bucks, get a hundred clients, uh, get bigger offices and just everything I could that could come to mind. I wrote the why, I wrote the, the how. And when I finished, I had three pieces of paper in front of me and I was reflecting and I was like, no, this is not what I want. I don't want to end up the rich entrepreneur that has everything on the outside, but that has simul simultaneously nothing. That has no peace, no happiness, no fulfillment. Because there's nothing wrong with being an entrepreneur. And um, if you like that, then that's for you and do it. But for me, what I was doing wasn't fulfilling me. So... Fulfillment is something I deeply value in work. Uh, doing something I like, even if it gets tough, it's fine. If I enjoy it, I'm going to do it, you know? And what made me, at that point, I made a realization. And it was like, first of all, I don't want to end up the rich entrepreneur that has everything and nothing at the same time. Number two, I don't have genuine interest in being the best in the world at scripting. Because that was the main thing we were doing. And uh, number three, I didn't want to chase two uh, rabbits at the same time. So I telescoped myself in five to 10 years. And I was like, okay, this is not what I want to be, where I want to be, where do I want to be? And I realized, okay, look, my heart has been uh, saying a big, big yes for the podcast for the past year. It's something that I've wanted to do. It's something that has aligned 
with everything I've done, let's ask for a sign. So I asked for a very specific sign. I said, if I see 888 more than normal, I never saw 888. So I usually see a lot of numbers. <laughs> let's go to this discussion. I usually see a lot of numbers. So 111, 222, 333. 888 is one that I never see, close to never. And I was like, okay, if I see 888, it's a clear sign that I need, I need to shut down the agency and completely follow the podcast. So we traveled to Austria and I had this question in my mind, this intention to, to get a clear sign for starting the podcast. Because it, it was either, the options were either uh, follow the agency alone, what brings money, or follow the podcast alone, which is my passion, or do both. So I asked for the clear intention. And when I go there, I swear to my mother's life, there was nothing we did where the word passion wasn't involved. So we went to have dinner, for example, and the waiter was so excited and so happy and we were so confused. Like, why are you so happy about um, serving tables? Like, it's, it was, he was really fulfilled and we were confused by it. So I asked him and he was like, I used to work this um, marketing job or whatever, sales job, and I really didn't like it. And I tried this, I tried serving and being a waiter and I loved it. It was my passion. So that was the first sign. Second sign, we were doing brainstorming videos for Bat, and it was like a content week. We called it Monk Week. Every single video we did, which was the idea coming from Bat, he was the one throwing ideas and then we start crafting something, was about passion. Every single one, literally every single one. And we did like eight and it always led to passion. And the third one, I asked for the sign for the AA8 and I don't know, I was working on my laptop and stuff and I just went for a walk, uh, went for a walk, came back. I swear to my mother's life, I don't know how, I don't know if I clicked by accident or if I was talking to, but it just happened. I don't know how it happened. I come back, there's the notes app on the, phone, on the laptop and I see literally a undescribable amount <laughs> of 888. I don't know if I still have the picture, but uh, let me check because this is insane. Like it, it was a crazy experience and I, I have to show it to you. I don't know if you can see this. A crazy, crazy amount of 888. I just come back to it, to the laptop and that's what I see. This is insane. Just looking at it now also, it's crazy. And till now, till this day, I see 888 everywhere I go on um, on every single plate of of cars, car numbers, on every single whatever number, uh, phone, telephone number. It's crazy. I see it everywhere. So at that moment, I was like, okay, you've got to make the decision. Uh, you've had enough signs to show you that this is the way. Your heart says a big yes. And I saw a quote by, by Steve Jobs, which, which really impacted me, which was, um, he was um, doing an interview and he said, work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to feel fulfilled is to do great work. And the only way to do great work is to do something you love. And that was, all of these things signs were validation for me. It was like, done. This is the decision I'm taking. I'm pursuing my passion, even though it doesn't make sense. On paper, it doesn't make sense because I was making money. 
right, from this agency. It was going well, but my it wasn't my passion. So uh, I just went with it. And following my gut feeling was something that has brought me to where I am today. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to, to brag or anything, but it's true. It's what has led me to the best decisions and um, to the most fulfilling uh, things in my life. The most fulfilling experiences, my greatest potential was unleashed when I followed my gut, when I trusted my gut. So I did. And this is why I'm starting this podcast. And then this is how it came to life. It was like, okay, let's do a podcast about my spiritual experience, my first spiritual awakening. It was a glimpse. I'm not saying I'm no monk. I'm not even close. <laughs> I'm a long way there. But that glimpse was enough to tell me that this is the way. And I want to adventure on this journey to touch more of that feeling and that state of divine. And if you want to be come along, you're more than welcome. Um, let's go on this journey together. So this is how the podcast came to be. Now we do have a, a dream guest list and a vision for it. The goal this year is to cultivate a genuine, meaningful, and credible community of 1.2 million true fans on YouTube through Awakening Conversations. And this is not a goal that I am attached to. It's a goal to, um, it's like having a vision and you know you're going up. Imagine you're going up a set of stairs. You know you're going up, right? But you take it one, one stair at a time and you enjoy the journey while enjoying every step um, mindfully. So this is the objective. Uh, the goal this year is to release uh, a minimum of 52 episodes, which is an episode a week, every week on Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern. Um, and I'm going to also, so don't be surprised if there's more episodes because I'm going to test, experiment to really figure out what works because I want to make spirituality go viral and I want it to reach as many people as possible because um, I think this is the purpose of our existence as human beings is to awaken, right? So the past three years of my life, I've specialized in how to create viral videos and I have touched that feeling. So my number one purpose is awakening. My number two is virality. So this is the objective, the two things for the podcast. Now, in terms of dream guest list, I know you've been waiting for this and I have been too. I have a lot of people on that list that I feel we would have so much awakening conversations with. Um, so let me go through it. Eckhart Tolle, Rick Rubin, Michael A. Singer, Mike Tyson, Simon Sinek, Kanye West, Carlos Rosen, Mike Posner, Andrew Tate, John Fury, Tyson Fury, Ryan Garcia, Shia LaBeouf, George Janko, Andrew Kirby, Patrick Bad David, Sad Guru, Tony Robbins, David Goggins, Jake Paul, Joe Rogan, John Jones, George, I already said it, Alex Eubank, Gideon, Jim Carrey, Morgan Housel, Joe Dispenza, Aubrey Marcus, Jay Shetty, Jordan Peterson, Hamza, Andre Ducum, Rich Roll, Lewis Howes, R Russell Brand, 
ويم هوف كاميرون هينز سارة المالديني المداني إيمان غادزي مارك مانسون ستيفن بارلت زيغي ألبرتس كيم تشيرشيل ماريسا بير روبن شارما روندا بيرن راين هوليدي جوكو ويلينك ديباك شوبرا غابي بيرنستين نافال رافيكانت بوست مالون دانيال جي ايمان لوك بلمر روبرت غرين نوفاك جوكوفيتش غاري بريكا نيك كيرغيوس بريني براون فيشان فروم ماين فالي برينس اي اي كلارك كيغلي جيمس هيرسي فيرل ويليامز ميل روبنز توم بيليو اوبرا وينفري تيل سوان سام هاريس غابور ماتي مات فروم يس ثيوري روبرت جرانت لوكاس ماك سوريل امور كريس ويليامسون جيف بيزوس لايت ويكنز بيل لتسون بول كونتي بروني براون The Mental Level, Ray Dalio, Chunks, Dr. Julie, Caleb Plant, GG33, Nikhil Keswan, Nick Santonastasso, Sam Garrett, Vic Blends, Alex Hormozzi, Brian Pruitt, Jordan Ferrone, Robert Green, Kay Senat, Michael Bublé, Malte Martin Gessi. There's more. Tanios, which is a, a spiritual guru of mine. Bijan Pusti, a great friend. Alex Sedlak, Zach Dernyovsky, which is also a great friend. Sean Andrew, Josh Tusanya, also a great friend. Tyler Satari, also a great friend. Uh, Maria Saab, Ryan Habshi, Rami Naous, Iris Daly, Ziad, the boxer from uh, Saudi, I think. Jay Kaizen, Andy Anderson, and yeah, that's it. So... Uh, it's a pretty comprehensive list. It's not a list that's limited, so we can add to it whoever we want. And you can propose names in the comments that align with the podcast. And I would love to also include guests that you guys want. Um, so put it in the comments. And um, I'm excited. I'm just excited for this and for what's to come and the journey ahead. And for me, this is something that has been deeply, deeply in my heart for the past year that um, when I talk about, I just light up. <laughs> I think you saw it in the podcast. I'm deeply, deeply grateful for starting because I was afraid for a long time. I was um, having paralysis analysis, analysis paralysis, sorry. And um, there was a lot of fear of uh, failure and fear of starting, and fear of not being good enough, and insecurity in the process. And uh, I spent a month strategizing about the, this podcast, and a lot, of, a lot of time reflecting, brainstorming, studying the best, and seeing what they do, what do they have in common, and what can I learn. And now is the time to act. This first episode might not be perfect, and... Uh, and perfectionism was something that blocked me from starting way back this podcast. And um, I come here and I embrace the imperfection. I embrace the process and I embrace the journey. I am here excited of the conversations we'll have with so much fascinating people. For me, Rich Inside, it's as much more than 
just a podcast. It's an adventure, as I said, a spiritual journey. We go on together, hand by hand. I'm nothing close to a monk, nothing close to a guru, nothing, uh, not even close to anything. But what I know is that I am curious and I'm dedicated to the path, to spiritual awakening. And if you are too, then let's go on this journey together. I'm excited. This was episode one. Tune in on every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern every week for a new episode, Awakening Conversations. This was the first episode between me and you. So, yeah, that's it. Namaste. I also wanted to add that this was a crazy chain of serendipities. And during that year, I had the idea for the name in the car with a friend. And he was talking about Andrew Tate and how it's so cool to be rich outside and to have all the money and status and fame and cars. And uh, in one of those many wise moments, (laughs) I said, yeah, it's cool to be rich outside, but what's even more important is to be rich inside. And at that moment, it was like a light switch in my head, like, Wow, this is the name for the podcast. And uh, I refrained myself right now from saying, <laughs> saying holy shit, but uh, I said it, whatever. And, um, and at that moment, it was an aha moment. And then the next step was, um, so first was the name, then was the logo. I said, what would be like a really genuine, authentic and meaningful logo for me? And I said, look, it makes so much sense. A person meditating under a tree and having his awakening. So this is the logo for the podcast. So first there was the name, then there was the logo, then there was the song, the song. This is what I wanted to say. So um, I was in the car driving and these are like months apart, but during the year. So maybe the name, I don't remember when it was, but then after a few weeks happened with the logo, then after a few weeks with the song. So I was in the car just driving and I just get this symphony in my head. And it just, I I start recording on my phone and I start singing and it goes something like this. And this is going to be the intro for Rich Inside. Now, of course, it's going to be better than this, but um, this is kind of what it's like. And it just came to me. And I was like, holy shit, this is the... This is the this is the song for the podcast, for the intro, because it's, that's what it's all about. This podcast is about truth, um, the truth of the universe, the ultimate truth that we are, already, we are already everything. And it resides within every single one of us. And that richness that you're seeking outside of yourself, the freedom, the love, the appreciation, Everything you're seeking is already inside of you. And that's the ultimate wisdom of the universe is that you're one with all and all is one with you.